Good morning, Sarepta. Last week, we were looking at uh, the foundations of Sarepta. And one of those foundations was, was prayer. Sarepta was born out of a prayer meeting. And we looked uh, at a few scriptures. We looked at uh, uh, Abraham interceding for Sodom, for it, is, was a, it had great wickedness, and uh, the Lord had decided that he was going to destroy it. And just a few points, just to refresh our memories. Firstly, uh, he drew near to God. He came and he stood in God's presence. And then he started a, a conversation in which he pleaded with God to spare Sodom. Even if there were just 10 righteous men, would you not destroy it? And thirdly, his attitude was one that uh, of humility. It said, let not the Lord be angry and I will speak. So he came with a that he was uh, just a mere mortal coming in, into the presence of God and talking to God and pleading with God. But he was also bold and he was specific. And I think sometimes that's how we should be in our prayers. We need to come to the Lord humil with humility, with boldness, with being specific. Um, and then we also had a look at John chapter 17, where Jesus prays for his disciples. And these are the, some of the things that he prayed for his disciples. I'm just going to quickly go over them. That uh, the Father would keep them in his, in, in, in his name. That the disciples would be one. That they might have the joy of Jesus in them. How cool is that? The joy of Jesus in them. That he would keep them from the evil one. That he would deliver them from temptation. That he would sanctify them. That he would make them holy. And finally, that the love which the, the Father had for the Son would be in them, would be in you and I. That's the kind of prayers, that's the kind of intercessory prayers we need to be praying. Ultimately, when we look at these two stories, we look at, at uh, Abraham and we look at Jesus, and we see um, them praying and, and talking to their Father, talking to God, uh, it's a conversation. So one of the things we just have to start off with in terms of prayer, prayer is talking with God. And maybe also prayer is a place where we encounter God. Prayer is a place where we partner with God. The only thing that the disciples really asked Jesus was uh, uh, in terms of how, what they must do they, and how to do it, they asked Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray. And that's when he shared with them the story, the, the Lord's Prayer. This morning I'm wanting to uh, just have a look at these two foundation stones, the Word, the Bible, the Scriptures, and prayer, as they relate to Sarepta. And I'm just wanting to help us in our process of reading the Scriptures and praying. My hope and prayer is that we would increase in the joy of our reading of the scriptures and prayer. That, the, that we would come to the, to, our, to the scriptures, we would come into prayer excited. This is an encounter with God. This is not a duty which we're ticking, ticking off at the beginning of the day or whenever you do it. And so I find what, what could be helpful would be uh, 
uh, this acronym, this uh, this word called SOAP, S-O-A-P. This, this morning when I when I woke up, uh, I had a shower. And uh, I could have just stood under the water and just let the water wash over me. But I wouldn't have been clean. I could have still been a bit smelly. And so what I need to do, I need to use soap. Soap is what, what cleanses us. Soap is what uh, makes us uh, makes us clean. And so let's have a look at this acronym of soap in relation to uh, scripture and prayer. You know, as I look at it, I want uh, my life and I want my uh, world to be built on the rock. In Matthew chapter 7, you know, we all know the story very well. Jesus talks about the two house builders. One building his house on the rock and the other building his house on the sand and the storms of life come and hit both houses. The one that stand is built on the rock and that's the one that hears the word. So reads the word, hears the word, but actually also does the word. And so we need to be doers of the word. And so the one who didn't do that, his house was built on, on, on the sand. And when the storms of life came, they washed uh, his house away. And I don't want my house to be washed away. I don't want your house to be washed away. We want uh, Jesus to be uh, the rock on which we build our lives. And so that's why we're looking at this soap today. The first S is the scriptures. We need to read the scriptures. And, I, and it's not about how much you read it. You don't have to read four passages, four chapters of scripture or each day and, and large chunks of scripture. But we need to read some scripture because the scripture brings life. The scripture uh, adds to our understanding of God. So even if it is just half a chapter or a, or a paragraph that you read each day. So, so read this, read the scripture. And then as you read it, just maybe highlight one verse. Maybe you get a journal. Write out the scripture. Write it out. And, and, and write it down. Speak it aloud is also another thing, because I think as we speak the word aloud, it, it builds our faith. Because as we hear the word, uh, faith comes from hearing the word. And so you have a scripture, you've read a portion of scripture. Now, I'll, I'll do that just at the end, just so you get some idea what this looks like. Let's look at the second letter, O, observation. Just... Uh, Look at some observations of the scripture, of, of what is the scripture is saying. And, and there I particularly want us to have a look at what is it saying about God? What is it saying about God's character, his, the way he works and the way he moves? What is it saying uh, about the nature of Jesus? And then maybe I can have a look at what is it. Uh, what does it say about me? You know, sometimes it might say that, that we are... We are are in need of a savior maybe that's what it says so in the observation we need to just look at the facts and what what you can glean from the scripture i mean if you want you can look at uh commentaries and they can be helpful if you want to go to a bit more depth and understand the the context in which the scripture was written and and that can help with your interpretation but but it's the scripture that you've written down the scripture which possibly you could even learn off by heart or or, or just uh, carry it with you for that day. So as you've observed and asked the questions, what, when, why, how, how does it impact me? That uh, gets you on a, on, a, on a journey. 
And the second, the third letter is actually application. The other question is, how can I apply what I read to my own life? How does it apply to practical living in 2021, in COVID conditions? Uh, what is the Lord saying to me? Because the Lord is talking to you and I. Uh, and, and one of the chief ways he talks to us is through uh, his word. Yes, he uses dreams and visions sometimes. And he can talk to us in creation in this beautiful garden. He can talk uh, to us through that. But uh, maybe one of the questions, is there any action uh, in, in need that I need to take? As I've read the scripture, as I'm trying to apply it, what is the action? Um, and so that's what we, we need to do. We need to take action. Maybe some of the action would be we need to uh, repent. We need to uh, ask for forgiveness. The final part of the soap is pray the scripture back to God. If he has revealed something to you, if he's revealed something to us, then that, that's what we do. We just pray it back. We, 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 we work with it. We pray and we, we thank God for, for that scripture, whatever it is. So maybe, just to refresh the, the, the letters, soap is the scripture, O is what we observe of it, A is our application, and P is praying the scripture back. So I really want to just turn to a scripture now. I'm going to turn to uh, Genesis chapter 15. I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, verses, verses 1 to 6. And it's entitled, The Lord's Covenant Promise to Abram. Sometime later, the Lord spoke to Abram in a vision and said to him, Don't be afraid, Abram, for I will protect you and your reward will be great. But Abram replied, O sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? Since you've given me no children, Eliezer of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth. You have given me no descendants of my own. So one of my servants will be my, my heir. Then the Lord said to him, No servant would be your heir, for you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Then the Lord took Abram outside and said to him, Look into the sky and count them if you can. Listen to the beautiful chickens next door. That's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. So as I look at that scripture, just the, the couple of things, the couple of verses that spoke to me, and it's probably verse 1 and 6, although there's lots of stuff in, everywhere. But let's have a look at verse 1. The Lord spoke to Abraham in a vision and said to him, Do not be afraid, for I will protect you. Your reward will be great. The observation, God talks to Abraham in a vision. He is a God who communicates. His nature is he wants to communicate and talk with you and I. He doesn't want to just have a monologue of us giving of his, his instructions. He wants to communicate it. He wants to talk with us. He wants to talk with you. He wants to talk with me. And in the scripture, what does he do? He encourages us. He encourages me. And I've written it down in, in, my, in my journal. He has encouraged me not to fear. Why? In the New King James Version, it says, because he is our shield. He is my protector. 
He is my God. He is the one who keeps me safe. Wow, how exciting is that? How is exciting that in this time that I am safe because he is my shield. Not only does he keep me safe, he is my reward. And my reward will be very great. I love it that the, the New King James Version says, God will be my reward. God will be your reward. And that's a powerful thought. That the, the reward you and I get is a relationship with, with Jesus. It's a relationship with the creator of the heavens and the universe that we can walk with and talk with and, and have a, a relationship with. And yes, the, the other rewards are, are manyfold. But in comparison to the reward of having Jesus, of having the Holy Spirit, of having the, the Godhead dwelling in us, it's, it's, it's mine. And He's rewarded me and He's rewarded us as a family with abundance and with blessings. Even in times of hardship, even in times of difficulty. I remember this week, I, uh, this week my, my brother would have been 64 and he committed suicide. Uh, many, many years ago, I think in about 1975, a very, very long time ago, he committed suicide, 75 or 76. And so we've been some hardships and some difficulties and times and, and loss and grief and pain. And uh, the Lord is saying to, to me this week, he's saying, don't be afraid, I am with you. And so the final aspect of uh, this scripture the final aspect is the prayer rest. And this is what I want to do. I just want to just show you how, how, you, how you pray. So we've, done the, we've read the scripture. We've made some observations. We've seen the application. So let's pray. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for speaking to me through the scripture. As you did with Abram. I thank you that in the uncertainty of life. In the uncertainty of this world in which we find ourselves, we thank you that you have commanded us to fear not. Because you are our shield. Because you are our protector. I thank you, Lord, that you not only reward me with, with plenty of, of, of possessions and you, you have rewarded me with a roof over my head, but, Lord, that you have rewarded me with Jesus. And my reward is with Jesus. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me when I have been afraid, when I have been fearful, and I have not trusted you to be my shield, to be my provider, to be my provision. And I have not been thankful for the blessings that you have bestowed on me, that you have given me. So, Lord Jesus, I just thank you. I thank you for this word. I thank you that you love me. Amen. So what I want to uh, just encourage you is to uh, maybe have a look at that as a system of how you do your, your time in the Word and in prayer. Because it gives you, uh, particularly for the prayer aspect, it gives you some directions. You're praying back the Word of God. You're praying back the Word of God over your life, what God is saying to you at that time in, the, in those scriptures which you have just read. And those scriptures might be pertinent to other people. And so you can include them and you can intercede for them. You can intercede for your family. You can declare over your family that the Lord would be their shield. That the Lord would be their 
reward. And that's what we want more than anything for our families. We want them to walk with Jesus. We want them to know Jesus. We want them to know that the Lord is their Savior. So be bold. Be specific. Talk to God. Pray. Uh, bring things before Him. And uh, in it all, in it all the soap uh, operations, let's enjoy it. Let it be a, 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 a time in our day. It can be 10, 15 minutes, longer, however you, long you want it to be. But let it be a time which we enjoy and it's not just a ritual of something that we go through. So Lord, I ask for Sarepta. I ask for this community that we would gather around the Word, that we would love the Word, that we would enjoy the Word, that the Word would transform us. And Lord, as we pray the Word back to you, we thank you, Lord, that your Word is going to achieve much. Amen.